How do you get visible without being sleazy or awkward? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're talking about getting visible. Specifically, we're talking about getting visible for the first time. And if any of you are like me right now, you hear Olivia Newton-John in the background telling you to let's get physical. I promise that's not where we're going. <laughs> That's not this show. <laughs> But here's what we do have. We have a new business owner who's written into me, talking to me about getting visible for the first time. So I'm going to dive into her question and then we're going to go from there. Here we go. Heather, thanks so much for doing what you do. I hope for every hater comment you receive that you get tons more letting you know that you make a difference in our lives. You are making a difference in mine every day, and I'm so thankful. I wish I could just leave it at this simple note and tell you that, but I do have an ask. I'm struggling to get visible. I'm struggling to, as you say, tell people who I am, what I do, and how I serve. I've heard you say it a hundred times on your show. I know I'm never going to build a business if I don't start telling people I exist. Knowing that isn't changing my avoidance of it, though. I am still not taking action. I have a list of podcasts that I genuinely think I could offer value to that I want to pitch myself to, but I've done nothing. I also have a blog that I do nothing to promote, and I'm sitting on three articles that I've written to to submit to journals relevant to my area of expertise. They sit in my inbox and not in theirs. I want to stop being the reason my business has failed to start. Help. Okay. So yes, we can get you visible, but I think part of what has happened here in the online business space in particular is the notoriety, the hoopla, the over-exaggeration of what visibility means, I think really creates an unnecessary alarm, fear, and hesitation for new business owners. Absolutely. If you want to sell a product or service, you need to let people know you exist. But I think that the way a lot of the messaging around getting visible has failed is everybody is giving you a script. Everybody's giving you a strategy, a specific set of steps that you need to do. You need to be on Instagram. You have to get on Pinterest. You have to do social media. You have to write a blog. And don't forget to do that all consistently. And you have to pitch yourself. You have to, I tell people regularly, you have to hit the pavement and go door to door and sell yourself in market like it's 1999. I get it. There's a lot of confusing messages out there that I think contributes to the worry and anxiety that new business owners have when they start thinking about putting themselves out there for the first time. And when I talk to new business owners about this, the first time, sometimes it's really about, their own insecurity with their skill set. And if they really are insecure about their skill set, then I tell them not to build a business because you can't sell something until you feel confident about what you do. You may not be confident in selling. You may not be confident in owning a business and that's stuff I can help you with. But if you're not confident in what you do or how you serve, then I can't help you. You have to go in and you've heard me say it a thousand times on the show too. You're going to have to go in and get your reps in. But the other two reasons why I think people hesitate to get themselves visible and to let themselves be known in the space 
is one, they're afraid of being sleazy, salesy, and spammy. (laughs) Or two, they're really awkward about it. And they have no idea how to have that conversation. Everybody's preaching relationship marketing. But when you are putting, first of all, the marketing world, (laughs) the marketing word next to relationship, I think it causes confusion and pressure. But it also, too, then implies that there's a specific way of doing that. And if you feel out of the loop or you're unsure of your ability to connect with people, the whole experience is going to feel entirely foreign to you. I do think it's possible to get visible without being sleazy, salesy, spammy, and without being awkward. But the first thing, and I'm rolling my eyes as I tell you this, so you can roll your eyes as you hear it. But the first thing you have to do is remind yourself of why. I know that in the entrepreneurial space, we we talk about the why and we push it up everyone's behinds to the point where we're blue in the face and it's super annoying. But when you're thinking about putting yourself out there, sending your message to the nameless, faceless people on the internet or who are listening to a podcast, you want to be crystal clear on why you think your message is important. What purpose it serves? Why is it not just this self-fulfilling thing to put you in the spotlight? Why do other people need to know about it? You have to get crystal clear on the purpose behind your message. It is so much easier to sell something when you're really in tune to what you believe and why it's important. So for example, a core part of my message is that happiness is a choice. We can't control what happens to us we can only control what we do with it, um, do in response to it, right? That is like the core of my messaging. And the reason why I believe it so strongly, the reason why I need people to know about it, and I'm going to do a daily podcast, and I'm going to write articles about it, and I'm going to get on Facebook Live about it, is because it stops people from being the victim in their own lives. It stops people from thinking that life is something that happens to them and turns it into something that life is something they are capable of dealing with. I think my message has the power to change lives for the people who are willing to hear it, listen, and do something about it. That's my why. I want you to tune into yours. Do people need to be educated? Are they walking around with misinformation? Are they struggling needlessly with a problem that you have the solution to? Are they suffering with stories in their own head or things that they're telling themselves that they can stop telling themselves and think X, Y, Z instead? What is the why? Why is your information, your product, your service going to better the lives of the people who need to hear it. Once you walk through that and you realize the gift and the transformation you are capable of offering to other people, you're going to learn a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. It's selfish to keep that to yourself. If you have the solution to someone's suffering, if you have a way to get people who are struggling with point A to find relief at point Z, and you are not telling them because you're afraid of being salesy, spammy, or sleazy, or you feel too awkward doing it, you, my friend, are operating from a place of selfishness. You're making yourself feel better about it by calling it fear. But if you have a solution to someone's suffering 
and you are sitting on it. You're moving through a world that isn't authentic to who you are or what you want to be. Sometimes knowing that and reminding yourself of that fact is motivation enough to get out there. But the other piece to this is how. That's actually, I know you think you're getting in your own way. I know you think um, that you're just failing on epic levels and you're, you're, you know, doing all the things wrong. But, and you didn't ask me how, but in your letter, that's actually kind of what I heard. How the heck do I do it? Because it feels kind of gross to do. It feels disingenuous. It feels unfamiliar. So the first thing that I want to think about, and I want you to think about here, is if you just transparently tell people what you want them to think instead of worrying about what they're going to think instead of you know sort of thinking that they're going to hear your pitch and hear you putting yourself out there and think a b and c about you what do you want them to know so for example these podcasts that you listen to if you've either researched them and find that they're a good place for your uh, niche or you've listened to them yourself and you're a follower of their shows and you think you could add something to the conversation have the conversation with the podcast host. So, and you have to, usually with these people, you have to do it by email. Gone are the days where you can just call somebody, but send an email or send a message and say, hey, I've been listening to your show or I discovered your show when. I've been thinking about the content you're offering and I think I might be able to fill a missing hole. I don't want to be salesy, sleazy, spammy. I don't want to blow up your inbox needlessly. However, I think that your content could be benefited and your listeners could benefit from having a missing piece to the puzzle. I was wondering how you felt about my coming on the show and offering some solutions and directions for people who were struggling with XYZ. Instead of worrying about what you what the person's going to think, instead of worrying about whatever story they're going to tell themselves, tell them the story you want them to carry. That, my friend, is where your control ends, right? Like you can only tell the person what you want them to think, whatever they think in response to that, whether they ignore you, whether they write back with a thanks, but no thanks, or whether or not they take you up on your offer. That's not within your control, but you absolutely can control the messaging behind the pitch. You don't have to be like, hey there, how you doing? And sell some sleazy, slimy used car. You can be genuine. You can be authentic. You can be yourself and you can do it in a way that feels genuine and authentic to you. So maybe you're doing it on video. Maybe you're recording an audio clip. Maybe you're writing an email or showing an outline of your thoughts. Whatever you think would be worth the podcast host's time, sell it and send it. Just go for it. Recognize that you can't control the outcome, that you that that's where your control ends. You can tell the person what you want them to think, but then you have to put the hope, prayer, and wish into the universe. You have no control over what happens next. You can only you know set yourself up for success by telling people what you want them to think. The next thing that I would think about is how you can connect with people 
on a level that really means something to you. Because what I'm imagining is you think that you have to go to all these nameless, faceless people and say, hi, I'm Sally and I XYZ. Hi, I'm Sally and I XYZ. No, you don't have to do it on repeat. You don't have to follow a script. If you have a pain point that you, you know, help people with relieving, if you have a conversation topic that helps people connect, just start talking to people. Just start the conversation. Say, hey, like I, I saw that you mentioned this. I actually was thinking this. Start connecting people. And then when you hear that they're struggling and you hear they're in pain, offer the solution to the pain point. Tell them like, hey, I, I, I hear and I saw a couple of times on our, you know, our Facebook discussion or I saw your comment on my blog or, you know, I, I read your comment in my inbox that you ABC. I was wondering if you knew that I treat that and that I actually would be able to help you if you would be in Interested. If you can start the conversations from a place of authenticity and genuine connection, it's not going to feel so strange and awkward if you don't... Um if you don't look at it as this like organized way of moving through the world, you can be very authentic. And right now with a new business and no people, you have time on your side. At some point, your, um, you know, your problem with business is going to be that you don't have the time to go door to door and to sell yourself to person to person. But right now you do. Time is your friend. So you can just say, hey, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but this is what I do. Or I've been working on this for the like past little while. Now, the other thing with your blog post that you're, you know, sort of sitting on and not really promoting, I think we've all been there. And in all transparency, one of the main reasons why people are sitting on their blog posts right now is nobody's reading them, or at least it feels like nobody's reading them because we're now living in the age where audio content and video content are king. And we don't have these sort of messaging or examples of blog posts that have gone viral. I also can tell you I've had blog posts that got have gone viral. I have articles I've written that have had over a million page views and they've never really gotten me business because I didn't have a clear strategy behind them. So part of it is that I imagine in my story I'm creating for you here is that when you write a blog post and you think about promoting it, you think to yourself, what's the point? I only have 36 people who are going to read that and half of my half of them are my family. Well, the point is you want to do it for the other 18 people. <laughs> like you might not get everybody, but somebody, you know, who has been interested in you or is getting to know you or is reading your content probably wants to read the next article. Your job is to think about a way to start generating more people to have that conversation with. So using your blog to start the conversation and that's how you can promote it. You can say, hey, I started talking about about this in a blog post the other day. Does anyone relate? And you can post it on wherever you're posting it, or you can put it on your own Facebook page, or you could tweet it out, but start engaging with, you know, people around the conversation of the things you're talking about. Simply say like, hey, you might not even know because <laughs> it has next to nothing for readers, but I've been writing a blog for the past six months. You might want to check it out, especially, especially if you hear somebody talking about about a pain point that you've actually solved or served in a blog post because then you can link to the blog post and send it their way and, it, and that feels genuine, right? Like you can genuinely connect 
on that. The other piece, too, is to look at how other people are setting their blogs up for success. So, for example, some people are repurposing their blog posts from their own website, and then they're using the app and the software called Medium, and they're loading that same article onto Medium to sort of expand their audience. Um, Other people are, you know... um, looking at other people in their niches and making connections and saying like, hey, I don't know if this article would be interesting for you and your audience. Wanted you to know that I wrote it. In case you have any questions, you can find me at XYZ. Like you can direct people to what you want and how they can follow up with you. But if you stay clear of the value, if you recognize that there's people out there who need the information you're offering and you think of a way that feels consistent and authentic to you, you're setting yourself up for way more success. And if you have these articles that you want to submit to other publications, I think you can do the same thing that I suggested you do with the podcast, where you reach out to the editors and you say, I've been following this blog or this publication for this amount of time. I see that you regularly talk about these topics. One topic that I think would deserve more attention or that you could afford to go in in more depth for is this. I was wondering if you would be interested in considering an article about this for your publication. Just tell them what you want them to think, tell them why you see it's valuable, and then put yourself out there. But the thing that I'm going to tell you for this entire discussion is visibility has to come with a caveat. It has to come with a plan. What are you going to do with these people once they're interested in you? Do you have a call to action? Do you have a way to lead them to a place where they can find you and have more direct conversation with you? Are they, is there a way that they can find you on your business page on Facebook? Are you, do you use Twitter? But where do you want people to go once they've read your article or they've listened to an interview you've done on the podcast? Because visibility for the sake of visibility is going to be waste, a waste of your time. The last thing that I'm going to tell you is a little less, um, I guess, typical strategy than you would get. And I just want to go more in depth. And I I think you've heard me talk about it on the show before. But this idea that sometimes using social media, using blog posts, podcast interviews, all of the sort of traditional um, ways of getting visible online, I got to tell you, I think of it as the long game when it comes to online business. That is the long way to get people to know, like, and trust you. Um, Because not everybody listens to a show and then thinks to follow up with the person who was interviewed. I have a ton of people who listen to this show and they're not writing to me and saying, hey, how can I work with you? You know, they listen to the show and then they're going on about their days. And that doesn't mean that they're not getting value from the content I'm offering. That simply means that they don't need me at this current time. So given that that's the long game and we want to get you making cash right away and we want to get you closer to sales right away, one of the things I am going to suggest is for you to make a list of the people that you know off the top of your head 
God in your professional world and in your personal world who would be interested in your current offering. Whatever it is you're trying to get people to know you do, whatever service you're planning on offering, I would start looking at the number of people who are familiar with what you do and reaching out to them one-on-one either to see if they're in need of any services. So if you've done this before or you did this in the past, you know, if you've either done it yourself as, you know, a one-on-one coach or consultant or you did it as part of a corporate job, but start thinking of old contacts in your current list, in your past list that you could reach out to and say, hey, you haven't heard from me in a while, but I've been quite busy. Over the past X number of months, I've been building a business offering this, this, and this to people who struggle with this, this, and this. I was wondering if that feels like a good fit for you, if you're need of anything right now. If you're not, I would certainly appreciate it if you could pass my name on to somebody who might benefit more. Like just tell them what you want them to think. But these first stages of building a business are going to be less about less of just putting up the right Instagram post and getting on Pinterest or posting on Facebook. We got to get you cash in your business. So the number one thing to get visible is just look at it as a one-on-one game. Approach people individually. This is what I've been doing. This is what I would like to do more of? Do you think that there's room for us to either collaborate? Do you think this is something you could use and benefit from? I gladly have a conversation with you because that's, that's the most direct, you know, way to get cash quickly. And that's what I would want for you. I know that you feel like you've sabotaged yourself. I know you're embarrassed by not taking these steps. I just want to make sure that you've checked in with yourself and make sure that you really do think it's a mindset problem and not simply a strategy problem. I hopefully in the beginning of this episode helped you with the mindset stuff, helped you understand why you need to get connected to this. But then I also, too, I really hope that the strategies help you and give you a specific list of directions for what you can do next. Because the reality of this here is if you wait to feel confident, if you wait to feel in control of what you're doing, you are never going to move. So much and so often the work that we have to do is taking the chance and putting ourselves out there before we know how it's going to turn out or before we're calm. It doesn't work if we wait to feel calm and then we do the thing because sometimes we're only going to get calm by doing the thing. I hope that makes sense. I hope that has some value for you too. I'm, I'm so glad to have you as a regular listener of the show and thank you so much for the kind feedback you offered at the beginning of your letter. It certainly is nice to hear and yes, I, I do get my fair share of complimentary letters and I am so grateful for the people who take the time to do so. Um, I'm especially grateful for anyone listening who finds the show valuable. If you could please go to your podcast app and leave a review and consider sharing the show on whatever social media platform or with whoever in your phone or anybody you know, like and trust that you would like to send my show to, that would be fantastic. Anyone who needs to hear it, I would gladly um, welcome as an audience member. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. If you need my two cents on your business, you can always find me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much. Bye for now.